Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer or even your tablet. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for free so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Coming to you from the studios of Galaxy Media, the Isle of Man's most popular podcast, The Stephen King Show. Now here is your host, Stephen King. Well, hello to you and happy Valentine's Day. On today's episode, we have some fun Valentine's Day stuff, Volkswagen, and of course, The News. Celebrities once again ran up the score for Super Bowl advertisers. The most watched Super Bowl ad on YouTube on Sunday was Melissa McCarthy's Booking.com spot, in which she is whisked away on a whirlwind musical tour of gorgeous vacation getaways. John Travolta's T-Mobile ad crooning a riff on Summer Nights alongside Zach Braff and Donald Faison was number two. Other celeb-driven ads in YouTube's top 10 came from Skechers with Snoop Dogg, Pepsi with Steve Martin, Paramount Plus with Sylvester Stallone, Rakuten with Alicia Silverstone reprising Cher from Clueless, Google Pixel with Amy Schumer, NBA star, I can't pronounce his name or I'm going to butcher it, and Doja Cat, and Avocados from Mexico featuring a naked Anna Ferris as Eve in a reimagined Garden of Eden. Chris Brown congratulated his ex Rihanna on her pregnancy revealing Super Bowl halftime show. The singer, who had a troubled relationship with Riri, took to his Instagram stories moments after the Fenty Beauty founder performed a medley of her hits and revealed that she's expecting her second child. Alongside a red heart and praying hands emojis, Brown wrote, Go girl! Last May, Brown congratulated her and her boyfriend ASAP Rocky on the birth of their first child. Could one more Batman be returning to the DC multiverse? During Sunday's Super Bowl, the first trailer for The Flash dropped, featuring two different Batmans, but fans think they may have spotted a third, Christian Bale. Because their appearances in multiverse-spanning superhero epic were previously announced by DC, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton both popping up in the trailer playing the Cape Crusader was expected, but the appearance of a Batman riding a bat pod had many raising an eyebrow. Fans were quick to note the similarity in appearance of both the bat pod and the cape and cowl costume design to Bale's take on the character from Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. John Cena is rocking high heels and a skirt for good reason. The WWE superstar was recently photographed in Australia looking nearly unrecognizable in makeup and an outfit that included a black t-shirt, a black and white plaid short skirt, thigh-high stockings, and black leather heels. That raised some questions, but it turns out that Cena was sporting the new look for his upcoming film Ricky Stanicky. Though his role remains unclear, we know he's in Melbourne shooting the film under director Peter Farrelly. The comedy's cast also includes Zac Efron, Jermaine Fowler, and William H. Macy. Brian Cranston would love to star in a music biopic and has a good idea of which music star he'd like to play on screen, Willie Nelson. When asked about it, he pointed out some similarities he shares with the country music legend, saying, The hair and the beard. I think there's some physical resemblance. He's very old and wrinkled and I can relate to that. So I wouldn't have to wear a lot of makeup. Cranston is also a big admirer of Nelson, saying, Willie's had a fascinating career as a writer and as a performer and as a free speech person and on the forefront of hemp culture, although the Breaking Bad star added that he's not a big weed smoker himself. And Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have finally found their dream home. 
The couple has agreed on a deal for an incredible $34 million property in the Pacific Palisades area of LA, a super exclusive neighborhood only for the uber rich. The mansion built just last year is a Hampton style traditional with seven bedrooms and 13 bathrooms. It sits on one acre, which is enormous for that area. JLo just listed her Bel Air home for $42.5 million. Time for music news you can use. Rihanna, if you didn't get enough of her Super Bowl halftime performance, just hold on. Reports are that she's likely to perform at this year's Oscars on March 12th, where she's nominated for Best Original Song for Lift Me Up from the movie Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Jessie J, on Saturday, she announced the sex of her soon-to-be firstborn baby on Instagram, hours before showing off her bump on the Brit Awards red carpet. The clip features her singing an upcoming single while holding her baby bump with the caption, every time I play it or sing it, he moves like crazy. So I think this song is the one. Oh yeah, I'm having a boy. Kanye West, Adidas shares plummeted last week after the company said it could lose $1.3 billion in revenue from its failed partnership with him. West's anti-Semitic remarks last year prompted the sportswear giant to sever ties and scrap their lucrative joint brand Yeezy. Cindy Lauper currently leads Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan voting for the class of 2023 with more than 170,000 votes. George Michael is second with over 166,000 and Warren Zevon third with about 145,000. They are followed in order by Soundgarden, Willie Nelson, and Iron Maiden. Votes can be cast daily at vote.rockhall.com. Pink Floyd, the recent spat between Roger Waters and David Gilmour, threatens to derail a $500 million payday for the group. Talks on a deal to sell the brand's music rights have now ground to a halt. Because with relations so fraught, the prospect of them agreeing to a deal to sell the group's catalog seems unlikely. Linda Ronstadt, her song Long Long Time has topped multiple Billboard charts more than 50 years after its release, thanks to its inclusion in a recent episode of The Last of Us. The song, which was released in 1970, is at number one on the rock digital song sales, Lyric Find Us, and Lyric Find Global Rankings, dated February 11th. It is also at number six on the Hot Trending Songs chart. Luke Combs released the new song Love You Anyway on Friday, and it has a Valentine's Day connection. During a concert on February 14th, 2020, Combs dedicated Beautiful Crazy to his then fiance Nicole, saying, if you're in here, the arena, I love you. If not, you know I do anyway. His friend Dan wrote down those three words and reminded of them again later that year when Combs was writing. Carrie Underwood introduced her new puppy, Charlotte Charlie Nilla Fisher, to her fans on social media on Sunday. In a series of sweet close-ups, the white puppy is seen cozied up on a rug with a dog toy, snoozing in a travel crate, and cuddling on someone's lap. And Kane Brown has his ninth number one song in Thank God, a duet with his wife, Caitlin, and he's giving her all the credit. He wrote on Instagram, my baby got her first number one. Thanks country radio and fans for blowing this one up. Caitlin released several songs as an R&B pop artist before they got together. Coming up, Volkswagen. But first, I want to know, what was it that made you realize that your Valentine was a keeper? Send me an email to Stephen King Show at yahoo.com and your answer may be read on the next episode. Now back to the Stephen King Show. Volkswagen. One of the biggest knocks on electric vehicles, EVs, is the length of time it takes to charge them. Unlike a quick five minute stop to fill a gasoline powered car, an EV battery can be plugged into a regular outlet at home all night and still not be fully charged. But that might be about to change. 
A team from the University of California says it has come up with an electric car battery that charges in one hour. It's a long technical explanation, so I won't bore you with that. But the researchers say their fast charging battery will be cheaper to produce, more powerful, allowing for vehicles with smaller batteries, and is more sustainable for the environment. Current EVs also require raw materials that are already facing supply chain issues. And how much will they charge for that? Body language. Having a limp handshake might be a sign of early death, according to a new study from researchers at the University of Michigan. Their study links grip strength to a higher risk of age-related chronic diseases, including cancer. The researchers found that having a weak grip could be a sign of overall muscle weakness, a known factor of many degenerative diseases. Scientists say that men may be able to tell whether or not they will someday go bald by looking at the length of their fingers. In a study conducted in Taiwan of men who had been diagnosed with androgenetic alopecia, male pattern baldness, researchers found that male baldness is six times more likely to occur if a man's ring finger is longer than his index finger. The scientists believe that a longer ring finger may be a sign of high testosterone exposure that occurred within the womb. Of course, up till now, the only reliable indicator of future baldness is that it keeps taking longer and longer to wash your face. Up next, some Valentine's Day stuff, including the best of the best Valentine's Day candy.
Now back to the Stephen King Show. This is Things You Probably Didn't Know Yesterday. The safest place to be in the event of a nuclear apocalypse is Australia or New Zealand. In a report recently published in the journal Risk Analysis, New Zealand-based scientists concluded that their country and its continental neighbor might survive a severe sun-reducing catastrophe such as nuclear winter and be well-placed to help reboot collapsed human civilization. The authors also pointed out that the island nations of Vanuatu, the Solomon Islands, and Iceland also make the list. Australia leads the pack though, thanks to its distance from the Northern Hemisphere, where nuclear fallout is more likely, as well as its defense budget, energy surplus, quality infrastructure, and food supply. These days, I'm more worried about unidentified space balloons. And some more things you probably didn't know yesterday. February 14th is the second biggest card giving occasion after Christmas. On average, teachers receive more Valentine's Day cards than anyone else. In addition to being the unofficial patron saint of love, St. Valentine is also the patron saint of beekeepers. Lovebirds are actual birds. It's the common name for Agapornis birds, a type of parrot native to Africa. Candy hearts were originally developed as throat lozenges, and the average person spends two weeks of his or her life kissing. And I have the answer to yesterday's question next. Now back to the Stephen King Show. Yesterday I asked, retailers notice a 20% increase in the sale of this on the day after the Super Bowl. What is it? Antacid. Today's question, about 25 million people in the US alone will buy this for Valentine's Day. What is it? Well, I'll give you the answer tomorrow. And I leave you with, love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>